You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody to a Thursday episode of Locked on Texans, your daily Texans talking news update. I am John, some sports guy Hickman, along with my partner in sports, Cody Davis. And please remember to follow Locked on Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify, the brand new You Can Argue at Sports.com. And please remember, it does not matter how bad things get. Don't ever jump ships. Always stay with your team. Sometimes things do get bad enough to, you know what, I'm leaving. I can't do this anymore. I, I, I don't know why Cowboy fans hasn't done it yet, but that's neither here nor there. Sometimes it's understandable if you're ready to leave. I understand it. You know, it, it, it is understandable. But at the same time, like they always say, sometimes the grass isn't always greener on the other side of the fence. And I only say that just due to the fact, you know, yesterday you and I, we discussed the possibilities of what David Johnson can bring to this Houston Texans team. And now it just hit me today that you and I, we did so much downplaying, fussing, cussing out off 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 air. We we talked about this trade so much that you and I never really got an opportunity to just sit down, reflect and also let go of what was a very fun six-year career in Houston with DeAndre Hopkins. And what I want us to do today, along with the listeners, is for us to reflect on the good times we had with DeAndre Hopkins. And what we're going to do in this episode, we're going to debate where does he stand as an all-time Texan. And then later on in the show, we're going to just reminisce on some of our favorite moments. I know I have my personal favorite moment. I know you have yours. Listeners, if you have yours, please tweet and share those moments with us. And then we're going to send one of the best Texans in franchise history off with respect and try to move on during this difficult, tough time. Yes, sir, we will. And I can't wait to discuss it. But before we do that, Deshaun Watson, he, he is back. In the Twitter news, why? Well, <laughs> he's tweeting song lyrics again. This time, you want to know what they go, how they go? Let's go to Deshaun Watson's Twitter page. Ah, it pops right up on my phone. It's the first tweet. Don't deal with the lies and the frauds. And that's why I don't get involved. What's up? Question mark. And then 18 minutes later, never take advice from a person who don't love you. You got to walk light, got to stay above water. Oh, my gosh. You know, the only thing that could possibly happen right now that can keep Bill O'Brien away from the Texans and continuously ruining this franchise, the coronavirus. He needs to self-quarantine himself away from this franchise 
forever because these encrypted tweets that Deshaun Watson has been tweeting, it really just kind of gets, uh, for one, like I mentioned the other day, this is what athletes do. Athletes use music and lyrics to express themselves, especially NFL athletes, because they are not as outspoken as NBA athletes are. And that's not a shot or dig towards them. That's just what it is. And uh, when athletes, especially the younger athletes, get to that point, they use those lyrics. And come on, let's let's be honest. There's no way around it. We know that he is more than perturbed. He's pissed off about this trade, and he's going to continue to be pissed off until he can wrap his mind around going into next season and more without DeAndre Hopkins. But we do have a caller. Carla, what's your name? Where you're from? This is La King. I'm from oh, Houston. Oh my goodness! Oh my God! La King, La King. What's on your mind? You got a few minutes to let off some shots and talk about the Texas and how you feel. Wow, that's what this is. You know, I was calling to talk to you, brother, and just, but, uh, if I knew Bill O'Brien live, I would egg his home. If I knew what kind okay. of car I he mean, drove, that's, that's I would flatten his tire. <laughs> if, that's uh, understandable. If I was single and back in my prime, I would try to find his wife. And... Oh, too far. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a... well, listen, let's talk about the Texans real quick and outside of Bill O'Brien because Obviously, you're, you're you're not in your prime anymore. We know about the trade of DeAndre Hopkins. He's going, brought in David Johnson, the second rounder. As a Texan fan, a longtime Texan fan, I'm I'm, I'm guessing simply because you're calling in. How do you feel? Um, it just is disheartening, bro. You know how can you? This literally shows how you let a I don't even know if it was a, a personal matter, get in front of business. We had a great thing going. Um, once somebody, you give someone power and they do something like get rid of your best, debatably your best player at, at the time, the wide receiver in his prime, arguably the number one receiver in the league for Next to nothing, David Johnson, who's been injured and when did come back, underperformed, was still injured. You know, it, it just shows it shows just lack of leadership, bro. You know, continually letting us down. It's just find ways to let us down. Last year, we 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 shot ourselves in the foot. But it it, it 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 led us to okay, we can do something next year, right? Okay, we we may not we may have blew it, <laughs> we blew it in the AFC, but we still got potential. We can we can fight it. We can we can bounce back. We can regather. But now you do this, and and we shoot ourselves in the foot again. It makes no sense to me. Um, so as a longtime Texans fan, it just it just makes you question like why am I still a fan if they don't even care about the franchise? 
Thank you for calling in. We are about to address that. You know what? I want to say this. You're not the only one. You are not alone. There's, I'm pretty sure the entire city of Houston has come to grips with the fact that Cal McNair and Bill O'Brien, it just seems like they don't care, A, about the, the fans. The fans are who make the team. And then their own franchise that Bill brought to this team, Bob rather, brought to this team uh, in 2001. So you're not alone in your feelings. And it does seem like they don't care. And it was personal because there's no way in hell Stefan Diggs get a first rounder and he's not a top two receiver in the league. Yet DeAndre Hopkins gets shipped off to Arizona and he does not get a first rounder with that trade. Don't go anywhere, everybody. We will be back to talk about our favorite DeAndre Hopkins moment and how sad it is to see him leave. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans. And we still have our guest, La, on the line. And La, we are going to do our favorite moment from DeAndre Hopkins. And I want you to discuss where you were doing your favorite Hopkins game. It could, it could be a moment, it could be a game, or it could be a season. What is your favorite moment from DeAndre Hopkins as a Houston Texan? My favorite moment. My favorite moment of DeAndre Hopkins as a Texans fan is when he caught the ball in the Dallas Cowboys for the game winner. I believe it was overtime. Quit yes, sir, it was. Yes, sir. Ran down the field, got us in field goal range, you know what I mean, to, to beat the Cowgirls and send them packing. That's, that's my kind of DeAndre Hopkins moment. I also love when he called on Joe Hayden, but we ain't going to go there. No, we don't want to go there, but to be honest, that's my favorite DeAndre Hopkins moment, too, because the, it's like he – it's like to think about DeAndre Hopkins, he always knew when to step up when the when the game was at its highest. When we needed someone right. to make that play, it was always Hopkins right there, and that is the perfect game because, like you said, we was in overtime in Houston – and and you and you know the battle between Dallas and Houston goes far beyond the the gridiron. Absolutely, and absolutely. To, to have him step up at that moment, I, I I was happy as hell. I was watching the game with my cousin Blake, who is a big time Cowboys fan, and when DeAndre Hopkins made that play, I, I looked at him. I told him, "It's over. It is dead over." What about you, John? My favorite moment came against the Dolphins, and I think this is the greatest catch of all time, but I also have to put an asterisk next to it because it's the greatest catch of all time that did not count. The DeAndre Hopkins between-the-leg catch is my favorite moment of his, and it won't be eclipsed simply because that was a basketball play made on the football field, and it did not seem like he broke a sweat. That's how crazy and insane that catch was. And unfortunately, it didn't count. We can go back and forth all day about why that should have counted, why there was more pass interference on the DB instead of – it should have counted instead of DeAndre Hopkins. But between the legs, I thought he jumped from the free throw line when he made that catch. Young Jordan. Between the legs, it, it just it – just, <laughs> It just is crazy to me that that's what we're going to be missing out on moving forward because he's gone. 
It's not here anymore. I feel like this will um this I think this moment not to switch the subject, I think this is gonna either make or break David Johnson. He either gonna have to really step up to the plate knowing that Houston feeling some type of way and make a believer out of us. Or he gonna crumble, bro. I think it's just one of two ways. We talked about this earlier this week. It's not David Johnson's fault he's here in town. And the combination between Duke and David, the Johnson backfield, it could prove to be very, very uh, essential to the the success of this team, at least for this upcoming season. It's not his fault. We'll have to see what he can do. One thing that I'm going to be interested in seeing is how, well, that's debatable, but how Tim Kelly will be able to utilize Johnson's skill set. And Duke and David can really hurt opposing defenses out the backfield catching. Uh, and I think, I think personally, he's healthy, earlier than what he was the last couple of years. Duke Johnson is a five-yard per carry type of runner, or he hovers around that. He's going to get more of a work, workload. So will David Johnson. But it will come down to what Tim Kelly can do just designing plays to get the ball in their hands. That's going to help out the offense because this trade would have been perfect if DeAndre Hopkins was still around. He's no longer still around. So now the new offensive coordinator, Kelly, you're going to have to work that out in order to make plays a little bit more creative and design them. We have, I mean, I don't, yeah. I just don't see. We'll see. Bro, that's all I'm gonna say. I was gonna literally say I don't see you. Jim Kelly having the, the capability to even come up with something exotic based off the, the offense we've been running the past couple of seasons, bro. It is it it's very basic. It's it's not really exciting. Uh, I think we're very just we're we're very much like run, run, pass, you know, or, okay, chunk play, hop, comeback route. We know he, he got a good chance of making a play. I'm curious to see, you know. I, I feel like I feel like uh, Will Fuller's going to have to step up to the plate definitely. He needs to stay healthy. Um, we know when he, he, if when he is on the field, he's a problem. Kenny Stills, you know, but, again, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see anybody stepping up and being dominant, bro, at all. Someone got to prove me wrong, but I don't see it on our uh, and on our roster as of right now. And that's the biggest problem that I have with this trade because earlier this week I mentioned it in one of our shows. I literally sat here and said that I just feel like we just have a whole bunch of second tier um, slot receivers on this team. You know, we talked about, we just finished talking about, you know, our favorite moment was when DeAndre Hopkins stepped up in a overtime victory against the Dallas Cowboys. I do not see a player. It could possibly be Will Fuller, but the only problem with Fuller is he is never healthy. And why would you go into a season with your number one receiver going being Will Fuller, a guy you don't know week in and week out if or when he's going to be available to be on the field? Kenny Stills, he can play, but I don't know if he's going to be that type of player that's going to be able to step up when Will Fuller is not there. La, I'm going to ask you this question. And you know this, this, this situation is going to come up. 
at some point throughout this season, when Will Fuller is out, do you have confidence in Kenny Stills being our number one receiver for that particular game? It don't matter what defense we're playing against. It doesn't matter who we're playing against. If you get the notification on your phone, let's say it's, it's a Sunday, two hours before the game, Will Fuller is ruled out. Kenny Stills is your number one receiver. Do you have faith in him? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Cause let me tell you, once they start, once they start, uh, this is all they have to do. First of all, I don't think Kenny Stills runs a good enough good routes to to create separation from one on one. But if we're talking send a blitz, double team Kenny Stills, take him completely out the play. We uh and, and we got Hopkins. Uh, I mean, I'm not hot. Uh, Watson under fire, bro. When people send in a whole front let low. We got no chance. He creates no separation. He's fast. He can take the top off a of defense. Cool. But if you if they can run with you, you got a, a corner under, safety over the top, it's not happening, Jack. And that's where the problem comes in. That's where the problem comes in because I feel like each each player that we have right now at wide receiver is not dominant enough to even need a double team at all. So, somebody got to prove me wrong. Now, before we get out of here, let me ask you a quick question. We know mm -hmm. that the Tunsil deal needs to get done this offseason. We know that Not next year, that's, a, that's, that's when Watson is due his big contract. Is there a chance after everything has transferred, after this trade, after being blindsided by Bill O'Brien, DeAndre, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson, Walks away from the Texans. Ooh. Um. My. This is how I answer that, bro. Selfishly, I hope he doesn't. Right. If he does, though, I will completely understand. That's how I leave that. We got we got Larry Tunsil, who was confirmed to be a Pro Bowl, bro. Pro Bowl tackle this year, and I was like, furious. How did he lead? Didn't he lead penalties on our team? We gave up so much for this dude, and I felt like he did not step up to the plate. I don't know what other people were looking at, but every game I'm upset at this dude. Like, what are you doing? He's still giving up sacks. You're causing this big time penalties. Come on, what are we doing? Are you worth it? To me. Debatable, and I don't know how he made the Pro Bowl. Where can the people find you? Thank you for calling in. We really appreciate it. Here on Locked On Texans, can they find you on Twitter? Can they find you on Instagram? Can they find you on Facebook? What it is that you do? Let them know. Oh, Who is Lock King? Okay, okay. I am Lock King. I am a personal trainer out here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, forever Texans fan. Um, you can find me on IG at Royal Physique. At Royal Physique, that is my IG tag. Find me, follow me. You won't be let down. You can get some work in. Do you have virtual workout programs that, since you are in Atlanta, we are the people of Houston. If they want to get involved, especially during this quarantine time, they can't hit the gym. They still want to stay fit. They still want to work out. They still need that essential. Yeah everyday workout plan can they follow you on ig 
and have a place to go where they can find designated workouts for what they want. Absolutely. So for those of you who just want to get active, have started a movement called Covered in Sweat for this time of quarantine, which is I go on my live stream IG at 7 p.m. Eastern time, so that's 6 p.m. Houston, um, where I put on a free boot camp for you guys. You know, you log in, you can do these workouts from your living room and get some work in. As far as virtual and online coaching goes, I have that as well. That comes with a price. Um, and if that's something you may be interested in, again, you can DM me on my uh, IG platform and we'll get you all set up. Welcome back, everybody, to a Thursday edition of Locked On Texans. Just had Lock King on the show called in. We definitely got to make this a weekly theme where we get you guys a call in and let us know how you feel. You know how we feel. We want to know how you feel. Discussing the DeAndre Hopkins trade, uh, the displeasure with Laramie Tunsil, how he feels about Kenny Stills and Will Fuller, the whole nine. He is not the only one that feels this way. Everybody in the city of Houston does because the magnitude of this trade, you did not get back what you should have. But then again, you do have a second round pick that currently sits at 40. Maybe they'll try to pair that with another player. Which I'm on. I'm. I'm. Let me say this. I'm on lookout to see if they'll be able to pair that 40 with that Will Fuller, pay half of that contract, and look to see if they can find a trade partner to sneak into that first round. Uh, however, if I'm a GM around the NFL, I don't know if I make that deal with Bill O'Brien because I simply don't respect him enough as a GM to make that trade. But back to DeAndre Hopkins. This is the DeAndre Hopkins Appreciation Show. And, Cody, your question was, when we kicked off the show, where would I rank him all-time Texan, right? Mm-hmm. Well. It's only three he can, first he and can foremost, debate him. <laughs> right, right, right. First and foremost, I think we all know who the all-time Texan is, and that's Justin James Watt. Secondly, right after him is DeAndre. I'm sorry. I always get these two mixed up because of the similarities of their name, but Andre Johnson is the second greatest Texan of all time. Now we have to look at third. And I got to tell you this. Hopkins comes in a close, close, close race to Dwayne Brown. Really? I got to go with Dwayne Brown on that I'm a, but I'm a big guy at heart, man, and we don't get a lot of love. So when there's time to show love, I show love. Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown is currently my third greatest Texan of all time. Listen, Dwayne Brown was 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 great during his time in Houston, but I wouldn't put him top three, only due to the fact that there's another guy who's arguably top three. I believe his name is Arian Foster. You you remember Arian Foster, a guy who recorded four seasons of recording more than over a thousand rushing yards. Um, but this is not the who's the all-time greatest Texan debate. This is the where would you rank DeAndre Hopkins and 
it's a tough one, John. Because like I said, at the end of the day, he's I, I I do believe it doesn't matter who you going who you pick in the top three, he's going to be in the top three. Me, I will place him. I might get killed for this, and I know it's okay. I will place DeAndre Hopkins as the second best Texan in franchise history, only behind no other than J.J. Watt, which means I have DeAndre Hopkins over who I consider now the third greatest Texan in franchise history, Andre Johnson. And, and I know, I know I'm going to get killed for that. I understand. But ladies and gen- gentlemen, I do believe talent-wise, DeAndre Hopkins was a tad bit better than Andre Johnson. And maybe I might just be saying that only due to the fact that Hopkins did have a better time in Houston with quarterbacks versus Johnson. But to me, I just believe that Hopkins was just a tad bit more talented. And I, and, and I'm not being biased with this because my personal all-time favorite Texan is Andre Johnson. But I will have to put, if we're going off of talent, if we're going off success with the team, I have to give the nod to Hopkins, second only behind J.J. Watt. You know what's funny? I was watching Andre Johnson highlights, and I sat in awe. Everything he did, he did with the likes of David Carr, Matt Shaw, I think Brian Hoyer one season, uh, Sage Rosenfeld. I just, and that's funny because the talk on Twitter is who's the top five greatest receivers of all time. And we can all agree that Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, Larry Fitzgerald. And then I see a lot of lists with the conflicting name is Calvin Johnson, which if you have Calvin Johnson in your five, honestly, I'm not mad at you at all. But everything Andre Johnson did throughout his entire career with mostly not good quarterbacks. But, John, the same can be said for DeAndre Hopkins as well, because think about it. He only had two seasons with Deshaun Watson. You could possibly say 2017, Deshaun Watson's rookie season, but the man only appeared in four games. And you cannot forget, DeAndre Hopkins still had a pretty good season under the lights of Brock Osweiler. Yeah, but even with Brock Osweiler, DeAndre Hopkins did not record a 1,000-yard season season that year. And the likes of quarterbacks. And now listen, they both had to play with carousel of quarterbacks that was just like, what are you doing for an office? I get it. DeAndre Johnson, he needs his flowers. And I definitely think he's a top five receiver in this league, considering who the other receivers in that top five list had a quarterback. We know who Rice had a quarterback. We know who T.O. and Miles had a quarterback. We know who Calvin Johnson had a quarterback. We know who Larry Fitzgerald had a quarterback. But the thing is, look what Andre Johnson had a quarterback, and he had three 1,500-yard receiving seasons. And if I consider Andre Johnson a top five receiver of all time, as much as I love Nuke, I'm sorry. He still got that number two spot. Well, 
Well, we could debate that all day, just about every day, but unfortunately, it looks like it's that time. DeAndre Hopkins, if you're out there listening, you have been one of my favorite Texan players of all time since you came into this league in 2013. And it's so sad to see you go, man, but I wish you well in Arizona. And if by any chance we cross paths again, please do not go all pro receiver on us because at the end of the day, it's only the guy that's standing there on the opposite end of the field that despise you. Everyone from the locker room, the front office, the fans, John and myself, we love you. We still do and we always have nothing but love for you. So if you're out there and you run across this, podcast you should run across this podcast because it's not like you have anything else to do like the rest of us you know just send us a tweet send us a follow show the appreciation for the love that we show you because you for always and forever will be in our texans heart john i want to say everything cody said however if you do play the texans kill them destroy them Go for 202 touchdowns. Don't get you some spectacular one-head catches that will count this time. Destroy them. And when it's all said and done, look over to the sideline. Look for the person that we all know who you will be looking for. <laughs> Say, hey, how's it going? I'm sure by that time, Watson will be going with all of these cryptic tweets that he never did until this trade popped off. I'm John some sports guy Hickman. Thursday edition of Locked On Texas was pretty fun today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at some sports guy on Twitter and on Instagram. Also, don't forget to follow the Locked On Texas Twitter page as well. And hopefully, when Arizona and the Texans do cross paths, the guy that you're looking for on the opposite side of the field will not be there, which means he will be fired. And with that being said, I am Cody Davis, co-host of Locked On Texans. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, stay safe, stay sanitized, and stay safe. Peace, Houston. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.